know, there's really a growing industry around here in brewing. Uh, there are lots of breweries, but I not very many that are older than Lakewood Brewing. They just celebrated their their ninth year in business. The uh, founder and president of Lakewood Brewing Company is Wim Benz, who joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. So you grew up in this business. I mean, you're you're a native of, of Belgium, and I, you know, I thought Germans were big beer drinkers until I made a journey to Belgium. My my <laughs> goodness. That's serious beer drinking. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we tend to put a dent in it. Yeah, for sure. I we were in, in fact we were in Bruges. The last time we were in Bruges, they were talking about digging up part of the streets and laying pipe so that they could send beer directly from the breweries right to the bars and not have to transport it. I mean, talk about an infrastructure plan that that you can get behind, right? I mean, that's that's the uh, that's the kind of stuff that gets the hearts and minds of every Belgian on board for sure. Uh, and there's you know there's no beer fresher than directly from the brewery. Well, and that's and that's part of the deal. You have a big tasting room, and you know one of the things I was going to ask you about over the last nine years, there have been a lot of changes in laws. When you guys started out, yeah, I guess you could have people in and sell them beer, the taste beer, but you couldn't. But you couldn't sell it to them to take away? Yeah. So in the last nine years, we've actually had two changes. When we first started, we were not allowed to sell beer on the premises, period. So back then, you could give we it could away. Give it away. So the, the deal was that you pay for the tour and the beer is free. So back then, um, you know, it's all semantics. But back then we were open on Saturdays just from noon to three. And you'd get a glass and you'd get some beer tokens and, you know, enjoy, enjoy some beer. Then when we built our bigger tap room in 2015, we were allowed to sell for on-premise consumption, meaning we could operate like a bar. We just couldn't sell it to go. And then finally in 2019, uh, you know, thank God, right before COVID hit, we got the, um, we were allowed to sell for to go. So right now, if you come to the brewery, you can enjoy a flight of whatever beers you like. We have more than 24 on tap. And then if you like one of them, you can get a six pack and take it with you. But I mean, you can now you can even have it delivered. You talk about a sea change. I mean, it, it, you know, we used to have brown bag laws right. know, around <laughs> here. And now you can actually have it delivered. So this, I guess this helps your reach, but it must also sort of bring in more competition. You know, it's it's challenging. You know, the, it's really the big guys that get uh, the lion's share of the delivery business. You know, they're uh, like if you go to a to a grocery store app, um, craft beer tends to not be very available or not listed. Um, so we're trying to we're trying to change that, obviously. But you know, we're we're a small family owned local business, so we don't have the dollars to put behind that. So that's why we you know count on our uh, local bars and restaurants and our local grocery stores and our tap room here at the brewery. Well, you say that I went on your, your website and I put in just, I put in my zip code and sure. it, it shows, I think within a 10 mile radius, how many, how many places I can go to buy this stuff. And I see, I think I see 47 that are on there. I mean, you've got no 49. You've got really wide distribution, don't you? We do. Uh, you know, most of our, we're still a local brewery. So most of the beer that we sell is still in DFW. Um, it's 80 to 90% of what we sell throughout the state. And we're only in Texas. So, um, you know, we just last year opened up El Paso, which as most Texans know is halfway to LA. Um, so, you know, Texas is a big state. It takes a while to kind of 
get to all the nooks and crannies and, and get your beer where where uh, the people are. But yeah, we're we still try and focus on North Texas. That's our bread and butter, and and um, you know that's where we're at. So, what are the variables in your business? I mean, you got to have demand, but I mean, everybody always wants beer. Um, commodity pricing? Are you affected by commodity pricing? You know, now it's supply chain is, is a big deal. I mean, you've heard it in the news. It's hard to get everything, and, and that affects us as well. It's hard to get, you know, cardboard uh, for our six-packs or cases. Um, you know, we're starting to see some price increases, especially for barley, which is mainly grown in the Pacific Northwest, um, which saw a bunch of drought. So, the you know, the future prices for barley are definitely going up. Um, you know, it's par for the course. It's it's what happens when when you run a when you run a small business. You got to roll with the punches and you got to pivot and innovate. And um, you know, we've we've had a hop shortage. We've had barley issues. We've had you know packaging cans last year. Oh goodness, cans was the big thing last year. <laughs> oh, no. Big aluminum shortage. So you know, you just just roll with the punches and do what you can. So uh, did you suffer through the pandemic when everybody was staying? I mean, there's still a fair amount of this, but when everybody yeah. was staying home, I would think that the demand would certainly be there. I mean, they're home and they want to drink, but you, could you get it to them? Yeah. So it's a, it's kind of a, a double-edged sword, right? So when COVID hit, all the bars closed. So half of our business went away overnight. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. But we did see an increase in, you know, the and people buying it at the grocery stores, not enough to make up for the loss. I mean, last year was, was pretty dismal for most, for most craft breweries. Um, you know, a decent amount went out of business. Unfortunately, um, we survived. We have some really awesome fans. We, uh, our tap room was closed too. Um, but we opened up the Lakewood drive through last year and, you know, you could, get it online and we'd come out to your car and do a little car hop and give you, put it in your truck for you, no contact, all that stuff. So like I said, you know, you, you, when life, when life throws you lemons, you make a lemon shandy, right? So. Well, actually you do. We come to think of it. I was looking at some of the, I don't know how the people in Belgium would think about this. You make blueberry and pineapple watermelon, salted caramel, temptress, double chocolate, pecan pie temptress yeah yeah we uh you know we're, we're not afraid to <laughs> we're not afraid to get crazy um you know we'll we'll try anything once and that's the great thing about our our, our tap room here or you know we have a, a small system that we can try stuff out on um you know if it works great if not let's move on to the next thing but i guess it makes you stand out because that's got to be a challenge I mean, I mean you're taking on you know budweiser and shiner and big names and plus a lot of other craft beers that are out there. How do you sure. stand out? How do you get, you know, your barrel tied to a tap and a beer? Well, a lot of it's relationships, you know, and we have our, we have our local sales team here. Uh, we have a great distributor. Um, and, and a lot of it comes down to innovation. I mean, you have to, you have to keep sort of pushing the envelope, keeping your pulse on what beer drinkers want. Or what alcohol drinkers want, really, in general. Yeah. You know, when we saw uh, seltzers kind of take hold, we knew that people liked fruity flavors. Most of the seltzers are are fruited, right, or at least have a fruit flavor. So we're like, okay, well, let's let's see if we can translate that to beer, and um, you know, make beer not such a scary place for seltzer drinkers. 
<laughs> and cider is that what is that that's the watermelon is a cider right we make cider as well yeah we we contract uh, brew for trinity cider which is a, a local cidery um we do all their all their packaging and um you know they make some really cool flavors as well so what's next for you you you've outgrown facilities once if memory serves is that right we have yeah we we added once we did a big build back in 2014-15 um you know our first building we grew out of probably within the first year and a half. Um, but you know, now we're kind of set up for success. We have, we have, uh, space to grow, um, you know, room for activities as it were. And, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of space to have fun. So what's the next big breakthrough for you? Um, I say, in fact, I saw you were rolling out beer that is aged in Napa Valley, Cabernet barrels. That actually sounds good. And in Kentucky, they sell beer that's aged in bourbon barrels. And now that stuff really is good. We do both. We uh, we have a pretty robust barrel program. So we have we have two barrel releases per year. Generally, uh, it's our Lion Share, which is our anniversary beer. Yeah. It's always different. It's always a different beer, and it's always a different barrel. So for this year, uh, we just celebrated our nine year anniversary, and it's Lion Share nine. It is a Belgian Golden Strong aged in Cabernet Sauvignon barrels from Napa Valley. Imparts a great flavor. You get a little bit of the tannins. You get a little bit of wine. You have that nice, uh, boozy Belgian beer to uh, act as a base, and it's, it's, a, really, it's a really great beer. So, let's go, so let's, go, let, let's go back to nine. Like I say, in nine years, my sense is you have seen every cycle you probably could i mean that's famous last words but i mean you've seen economic cycles you see this political cycle it's it's come in your favor you know with sure. so are you i mean are you bulletproof now as uh a, no as a business <laughs> absolutely not no we we count our blessings every day we have a fantastic team we have fantastic fans and um you know hopefully both of those things will carry us through for many many years to come well, and is it still fun? Of course. We make beer every day. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> Wim Beds is the uh, founder and president of uh, the Lakewood Brewing Company, just celebrating their ninth year in business. Congratulations. Thank you, David. Thanks. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.